0: my name is alexandra no i and this is an audio chronicling of 40 reflections in the 40 days leading up to my 40th birthday while i am speaking from my own perspective i invite you to join me in reflecting implore you to share with friends who may also benefit from this type of reflection and simply extend the offering of an opportunity to be your best and most authentic self Episodes in this 40 and 40 series will typically be less than 15 minutes and end with a question for you to ask of yourself. Please subscribe and return to join me in this journey as we build momentum along the way. Here we go. I was sending out some texts earlier and... When I was reaching out to one person my phone something about the way that the screen was flashing it kept causing me to dial this person instead of initiating a text and the first time I tried to hang up really quickly and then the second time I tried to hang up really quickly (laughs) but then the third time it happened I was like okay clearly my phone wants me to talk to you. So. It wound up going to voicemail, and so I followed up with a text saying, you know, hey, I was uh, basically describing what happened and, you know, saying why I was reaching out in the first place. And then uh, my phone rang, and they were calling me back. And uh, this is someone that I've had, you know, loose social ties with for... I mean, at this point, it's been over a decade. Um, And this might have been our first real one-on-one conversation. We've had some good, you know, conversations in group settings, but one-on-one. Yeah, I do think this might have been the first one. And we were on the phone easily for over an hour. And it turned out that we'd been processing some similar themes in our lives. Um, And so I was kind of talking about some of uh, the thought patterns that led to episode one about, you know, past relationships and how they can make you kind of... Sometimes how you see yourself, but... Not even how you see yourself as much as how people see you. Um, the (laughs) topic of, you know, whether relationships can be uh, described as such when claiming never happened, right? And, um... That's something, especially in my 20s, that I used to get so frustrated about because it would feel like people tried to diminish the extent of our connection um, through the choice of wording they would use or lack thereof to describe it. And as, you know, as we get older and have different adjustments in perspective, and then, you know, our own individual evolutions. The words we use, the emphasis we place on them can certainly shift, but there's a lot to be said for acknowledgement, particularly mutual acknowledgement. Even if it's just feeling like you're on the same page with someone, with whom you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable in a romantic way, in a physical way. Uh, You know, there's just... Sometimes it helps you to feel like you're not opening yourself up in vain. So... Now, at my big age, as (laughs) folks say now, um, there's a lot, I guess everything that folks do at, you know, these bigger ages is shifted from how folks were doing things It's a combination of like getting older, um, maturing, but also the fact that across the board, we use language differently. There's a lot more nuance in the way that we speak. So sometimes it's not necessarily that phenomena are different or dynamics are different as it is that we just have different ways to describe them. There's also the aspect of the fact that everybody has a different emotional vocabulary. And that absolutely comes into play when you're talking about relationship, talking within relationship. And as I'm, you know, doing not just, you know, the reflection that I'm sharing with you all, but just even the internal things that I'm processing as part of my human revolution and my healing and and unlearning and all of that. I'm, you know, digging into some of my foundational experiences. In addition to the different emotional vocabularies that people have, or even before that, it's the emotional intelligence piece, emotional awareness, um, how tapped in a person is, to their own emotions and I do want to specify that because a lot of times when we talk about emotional intelligence we're talking about how well a person reads others but if you're not able to understand yourself you can't communicate where you're coming from you can't express where you're coming from and our internal lens really does set the groundwork for the the lens that we use to view everyone else and um the i'm trying to think of what i want to say As we all try to, you know, figure this life thing out, figure out how we want to interact with people, figure out how we want people to interact with us and navigate that and try to communicate about that, it... Clearly, I'm already a person who's very deliberate in how I verbalize myself. And one of my biggest life lessons has been understanding that not everybody proceeds in that way, that as much time and energy I put into crafting my expression to be as, you know, clear and nuanced as possible. Not everyone is in a space or place to understand it, to receive it in the way that I intend it. And whenever you do any sort of work, right, and then it's not received in the way that you intend it, uh, I mean there you can be you can wind up frustrated, you can feel misunderstood. And I was clarifying to someone earlier that when I talk about my desire to be understood, sometimes it's less about whether a person understands what I said versus not wanting people to misunderstand to perceive something that was not what i expressed or what i intended and with the (laughs) i'm i'm a person who's very word focused i self-identify as a writer but I also do a lot of verbal expression individually, conversationally, Um, and of course body language absolutely comes into play, but we're in an era where that's not as easily accessible all the time between the fact that our connections are global between the fact that we communicate through screens most of the time and then when you add a pandemic that has greatly reduced how much face-to-face time we spend, the refocusing on verbal communication, written communication has been you know, just drastically increased. And so when it comes to how we talk about our relationships, how we describe our relationships, it comes even more into play. I feel like a few, I couldn't tell you when it started because Auntie Alexandra (laughs) is not necessarily in the loop. But at some point, a phrase was popularized that what's understood doesn't need to be explained. And for someone like me, I'm like, what do you mean? How can you understand it if you can't explain it? <laughs> you know, if if and I not to say that there's not validity in the principle, but for someone like myself, someone for whom on the love languages scale, words of affirmation has somehow crept up the list as I've retaken the test over the years, there is value in the concrete description, clarification, agreement, of what a relationship is, what a relationship consists of, um, you know, whether there, I don't want to say whether there's a label, but just, again, just a clear, actual discussion of what it is and what it ain't, you know? Um, Because I'm a person who believes that All relationships are unique, each um, group, be it, you know, a pair or more, but all of the individuals involved are who get to decide the terms of it. And that happens through communication. That happens through the establishment of guidelines, which are not the same as rules. Let's be very clear. But if rules are applicable, then that too, you know, boundaries. Um, And so, you know, going back to the concept of being claimed, which now that's not even necessarily vernacular I would use. But um, again, just that mutual understanding that Clarity about where you stand with somebody is still something I can very much appreciate. And I'd like to ask you, where are you on that sort of thing nowadays? You may be a person who has always had very clear relationships where you knew when they started and ended. You knew exactly what they were. You knew if they were exclusive and monogamous or not. Um, or you may have found yourself in situations that were a little more ambiguous. Either way, did that work for you? Are you still operating in the same way as you did 10 years ago, do the dynamics of your relationships in terms of that clarity differ from how they did 5-10 years ago? Is it working for you?